Hey Krishna, dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in the live studios in Hive, Southeast Kent, Southeast England, just next to the English Channel, where we're trying to create a haven for devotees to come and hear pure transcendental sound. The direct readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, verbatim, cover to cover. So far we have about a thousand, a hundred, maybe a little bit more, thousand, more than a thousand, a hundred uh, videos of Srila Prabhupada's books being read um, cover to cover out loud. Uh, our humble uh, contribution to the world's welfare. Uh, so first let's recite Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram by Srila Sanatana Goswami. Uh, it appears in the Sri Krishna Lila Stava in verses 4.12 through 4.16. Five potent verses glorifying the Srimad Bhagavatam and at the same time describing its qualities, potencies. It goes like this. Sarva Shastrabdi Piyusha Sarvas Vedaika Satpala Sarva Sedanta Ratnadya Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana Srimad Bhagavata Prabho Kali Ditya Sri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees O Master Srimad Bhagavatam You are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali You are the exact image of Sri Krishna Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume I bow down to you who were supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka Bando Matsangin Madguru Man Mahadana my only friend, <clears throat> my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadu tadayin atini chochatakara hanamunchagadachin mam O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate 
Vasudivaya All right, we've reached the fifth chapter of the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam entitled Narada's Instructions on Srimad Bhagavatam for Vyasadeva. And we've reached text 27. Narada is speaking to Vyasadeva. And he's telling his story. Narada is explaining to Vyasadeva his story, how he became Krishna conscious. Text 27. O great sage, as soon as I got a taste for the personality of Godhead, my attention to hear of the Lord was unflinching. And as my taste developed, I could realize that, w- that it was only in my ignorance that I had accepted gross and subtle coverings, for both I and the Lord are transcendental. Purport. Ignorance in material existence is compared to darkness. And in all Vedic literatures, the personality of Godhead is compared to the sun. Wherever there is light, there cannot be darkness. Hearing of the Lord's pastimes is itself transcendental association with the Lord because there is no difference between the Lord and His transcendental pastimes. To become associated with the Supreme Light is to dissipate all ignorance. By ignorance only, the conditioned soul wrongly thinks that both He and the Lord are products of material nature. But in fact, the personality of Godhead and the living beings are transcendental and they have nothing to do with the material nature. When ignorance is removed and it is perfectly realized that there is nothing existing without the personality of Godhead, then nescience is removed. Since the gross and subtle bodies are emanations from the personality of Godhead, The knowledge of light permits one to engage both of them in the service of the Lord. The gross body should be engaged in acts of rendering service to the Lord, as in bringing water, cleansing the temple, or making obeisances, and so on. The path of archana, or worshipping the Lord in the temple, involves engaging one's gross body in the service of the Lord. Similarly, the subtle mind should be engaged in hearing the transcendental pastimes of the Lord, thinking about them, chanting His name, and so on. All such activities are transcendental. None none of the gross or subtle senses should otherwise be engaged. Such realization of transcendental activities is made possible by many, many years of apprenticeship in the devotional service. But simply, but simple attraction of love 
for the personality of Godhead as it was developed in Narada Muni by hearing is highly effective. Text 28 Thus, during two seasons, the rainy season and autumn, I had the opportunity to hear these great-souled sages constantly chant the unadulterated glories of Lord Hari. As the flow of my devotional service began, the coverings of the modes of passion and ignorance vanished. Purport Transcendental loving service for the Supreme Lord is the natural inclination of every living being. The instinct is dormant in everyone, but due to the association of material nature, the modes of passion and ignorance have covered this instinct from time immemorial. If by the grace of the Lord and the great soul devotees of the Lord, a living being becomes fortunate enough to associate with the unadulterated devotees of the Lord and thus gets a chance to hear the unadulterated glories of the Lord. Certainly, the dormant instinct of devotional service is at once awakened and the flow of devotional service takes place like the flow of a river. As the river, as the river flows on, till she reaches the sea. Similarly, pure devotional service flows by the association of pure devotees till it reaches the ultimate goal, namely, transcendental love of God. Such a flow of devotional service cannot stop. On the contrary, it increases more and more without limitation. The flow of devotional service is so potent that any onlooker also becomes liberated from the influence of the modes of passion and ignorance. These two qualities of nature are thus removed and the living being is liberated, being situated in his original position. Text 29 I was very much attached to those sages I was gentle in behavior and all my sins were eradicated in their service. In my heart, I had strong faith in them. I had subjugated the senses and I was strictly following them with body and mind. Purport These are the necessary qualifications of a prospective candidate who can expect to be elevated to the position of pure unadulterated of, of a pure unadulterated devotee such a candidate must always seek the association of pure devotees one should not be misled by a pseudo devotee he himself must be plain and gentle to receive the instructions of such a pure devotee a pure devotee is a completely surrendered soul under the Personality of Godhead. He knows the Personality of Godhead as the Supreme Proprietor and all others as His servitors. And by, by the association of pure devotees only, one can get rid of all sins accumulated by mundane 
association. A neophyte devotee must faithfully serve the pure devotee and he should be very much obedient and strictly follow the instructions. These are the signs of a devotee who is determined to achieve success even in the existing duration of life. Text 30 As they were leaving, those Bhaktivedantas, who were very kind to poor-hearted souls, instructed me in that most confidential subject, which is instructed by the Personality of Godhead Himself. Purport <clears throat> A pure Vedantist, or a Bhakti Vedanta, instructs followers exactly according to the instructions of the Lord Himself. The Personality of Godhead, both in the Bhagavad Gita and in all other scriptures, has definitely instructed men to follow the Lord only. The Lord is the creator, maintainer, and annihilator of everything. <clears throat> the whole manifested creation is existing by His will, and by His will, when the whole show is finished, He will remain in His eternal abode with all His paraphernalia. <clears throat> Before the creation, He was there in the eternal abode, and after the annihilation, He will continue to remain. He is not, therefore, one of the created beings. He is transcendental. In the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord says that long, long before the instruction was imparted to Arjuna, the same was instructed to the Sun God. And then in course of time, the same instruction, being wrongly handled and being broken, was again instructed to Arjuna because he was the Lord's perfect devotee and friend. Therefore, the instruction of the Lord <clears throat> can be understood by the devotees only and no one else. The impersonalist who has no idea of the transcendental form of the Lord cannot understand this most confidential message of the Lord. The expression most confidential is significant here because knowledge of devotional service is far, far above knowledge of impersonal Brahman. Jnanam means ordinary knowledge or any branch of knowledge. This knowledge developed up to the knowledge of impersonal Brahman. Above this, when it is partially mixed with devotion, such devo knowledge develops to knowledge of Paramatma, or the all-pervading Godhead. This is more confidential. But when such knowledge is turned into pure devotional service, and the confidential part of transcendental knowledge is attained, it is called the most confidential knowledge. This most confidential knowledge was imparted to, by the Lord to Brahma, Arjuna, Uddhava, and so on. Text 31 By that confidential knowledge, I could understand clearly the influence of the energy of Lord Sri Krishna, the creator, maintainer, and annihilator of everything. By knowing that, one can return to Him and personally meet Him. Hari Bo, Hare Krishna. Purport. 
by devotional service <clears throat> or by the most confidential knowledge, one can understand very easily how the different energies of the Lord are working. One part of His energy is manifesting the material world. The other, superior part of His energy is manifesting the spiritual world. And His immediate energy is manifesting the living entities who are serving either of the above-mentioned energies. The living entities serving the material energy are struggling hard for existence and the happiness which is presented to them is illusory. But those in the spiritual energy are placed under the direct service of the Lord in eternal life, complete knowledge and perpetual bliss. The Lord desires, as He has already, as He has directly said in the Bhagavad Gita, that the Lord desires, as He has directly said in the Bhagavad Gita, that all conditioned souls rotting in the kingdom of, kingdom of material energy come back to Him by giving up all engagements in the material world. This is the most confidential part of knowledge. But this can be understood only by the pure devotees. And only such devotees enter the kingdom of God to see Him personally and serve Him personally. The concrete example is Narada Himself, who attained this stage of eternal knowledge and eternal bliss. And the ways and means are open to all, provided one agrees to follow in the footsteps of Sri Narada Muni. According to Shruti, the Supreme Lord has unlimited energies without effect, without effort by Him. Hmm. According to Shruti, the Supreme Lord has unlimited energies without effort by Him. And these are described under three principal headings as above mentioned. Text 32. O Brahmana, Vyasadeva, it is decided by the learned that the best remedial measure for removing all troubles and miseries is to dedicate one's activities to the service of the Supreme Personality, Lord, Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna. <clears throat> Purport. With your permission, I'll repeat, repeat this verse. <clears throat> o Brahmana Vyasadeva, it is decided by the learned that the best remedial measure for removing all troubles and miseries is to dedicate one's activities to the service of the Supreme Lord, Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna. Purport. Sri Narada Muni personally experienced that the most feasible and practical way to open the path of salvation or to get relief from all miseries of life is to hear submissively 
the transcendental activities of the Lord from the right and bona fide sources. This is the only remedial process. The entire material existence is full of miseries. Foolish people have manufactured out of their tiny brains many remedial measures for removing the threefold miseries pertaining to the body and mind, pertaining to the natural disturbances and in relation with other living beings. The whole world is struggling very hard to exist out of these miseries, but men do not know that without the sanction of the Lord, no plan or remedial measure can actually bring about the desired peace and tranquility. The remedial measure to cure a patient by medical treatment is useless if it is not sanctioned by the Lord. The attempt to cross a river or the ocean by a suitable boat will fail if it is not sanctioned by the Lord. And parents' attempt to protect their children cannot be succeed, cannot succeed if it is not sanctioned by the Lord. We should know for certain that the Lord is the ultimate sanctioning officer, and we must therefore dedicate our attempts to the mercy of the Lord for ultimate success, or to get rid of the obstacles on the path of success. The Lord is all-pervading, all-powerful, omniscient, and om omnipresent. He is the ultimate sanctioning agent of all good or bad, a bad effects. He is the ultimate sanctioning agent of all good or bad effects. We should, therefore, learn to dedicate our activities under the mercy of the Lord and accept Him either as impersonal Brahman, localized Paramatma, or the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It does not matter what one is. One must dedicate everything in the service of the Lord. If one is a learned scholar, scientist, philosopher, poet, and so on, then he should employ his learning to establish the supremacy of the Lord. Try to study the energy of the Lord in every sphere of life. Do not decry Him and try to become like Him or take His position simply by fragmental accumulation of knowledge. If one is an administrator, statesman, warrior, politician, and so on, then one should try to establish the Lord's supremacy in statesmanship. Fight for the cause of the Lord, as Sri Arjuna did. In the beginning, Sri Arjuna, the great fighter, declined to fight. But when he was convinced by the Lord that the fighting was necessary, Sri Arjuna changed his decision and fought for his cause. Similarly, if one is a businessman, an industrialist, an agriculturalist, and so on, then one should spend his hard-earned money for the cause of the Lord. Think always that the money think always that the money which is accumulated is the wealth of the Lord. Wealth is considered to be the goddess of fortune, Lakshmi. And the Lord is Narayana, or the husband of Lakshmi. 
try to engage Lakshmi in the service of Lord Narayana and be happy. That is the way to realize the Lord in every sphere of life. The best thing is, after all, to get relief from all material activities and engage oneself completely in hearing the transcendental pastimes of the Lord. But in case of the absence of such an opportunity, one should try to engage in the service of the Lord everything for which one has specific attraction. That is the way of peace and prosperity, and that is the remedial measure for all the miseries of material existence. The word sangshuchitam in this stanza is also significant. One should not think for a moment that the realization of Narada was childish imagination only. It is not like that. It is so realized by the expert and erudite scholars, and that is the real import of the word sangshuchitam. Text 33. O oh, good soul, we'll chant this Sanskrit, <clears throat> this is an important verse. Amayo yash chabutanam jayate yena sukrita tadeva yamayam dravyam napunati chikitsitam. O good soul, does not a thing applied therapeutically cure a disease which was caused by that very same thing? Purport. An expert physician treats his patient with a therapeutic diet. For example, milk preparations sometimes cause disorder of the bowels, but the very same milk converted into yogurt and mixed with some other remedial ingredients, cures such disorders. Similarly, the threefold miseries of material existence cannot be mitigated simply by material activities. Such activities have to be spiritualized, just as by iron, just as by fire, iron is made red hot, and thereby the action of fire begins. Similarly, the material conception of a thing is at once changed as soon as it is put into the service of the Lord. That is the secret of spiritual success. We should not try to lord it over the material nature, nor should we reject material things. The best way to make the best use of a bad bargain is to use everything in relation with the supreme spiritual being. Everything is, is an emanation from the Supreme Spirit and by His inconceivable power He can convert spirit into matter and matter into spirit. Therefore, a material thing, so-called, is at once turned into a spiritual force by the great will of the Lord. The necessary condition for such a change is to employ so-called matter in the service of of the Spirit. That is the way to treat our material disease and elevate ourselves to the spiritual plane. Text 34. 
where there is no misery, no lamentation, and no fear. When everything is thus employed in the service of the Lord, we can experience that there is nothing except the Supreme Brahman. The Vedic mantra that everything is Brahman is thus realized by us. Text 34 <clears throat> Thus, when all a man's activities are dedicated to the service of the Lord, those very activities which caused his perpetual bondage become the destroyer of the tree of work. Purport Fruity of work, which has perpetually engaged the living being, is compared to the banyan tree, is compared to the banyan tree in the Bhagavad Gita for it is certainly very deeply rooted. As long as the propensity for enjoying the fruit of work is there, one has to continue the transmigration of the soul from one body or place to another, according to one's nature of work. The propensity for enjoyment must be turned into the desire for serving the mission of the Lord. Shall I repeat that? Mm -hmm. This, by the way, this sentence is in italics, put by italics by Prabhupada. The propensity for enjoyment may be turned into the desire for serving the mission of the Lord. In this way, one's activity is changed into karma yoga, or the way by which one can attain spiritual perfection while engaging in the work for which he has a natural tendency. Here the word Atma indicates the categories of all fruitive work. The conclusion is that when the results of all fruitive and other work is dovetailed with the service of the Lord, it will cease to generate further karma and will gradually develop into transcendental devotional service, which will not only cut off completely the root of the banyan tree of work, but will also carry the performer to the lotus feet of the Lord. The summary is that one has the summary is that one has to first of all seek the association of pure devotees, who are not only learned in the Vedanta, but who are also self realized souls and unalloyed devotees of Lord Sri Krishna, the personality of Godhead. In that association the neophyte devotees must render loving service physically and mentally without reservation. This service attitude will induce the great souls to be more favorable in bestowing their mercy, which infuses the neophyte with all the transcendental qualities of the pure devotees. Gradually, one develops into a... In, into a gradually, one develops into a strong attachment to hearing the transcendental pastimes of the Lord. I think that word into yeah we're going to check this with Javita. 
that word into is misplaced. One second. Gradually, one develops a strong attachment to hearing the transcendental pastimes of the Lord, which makes him able to catch up the constitutional position of the gross and subtle bodies, and beyond them, the knowledge of the pure soul and his eternal relation with the Supreme Lord, Supreme Soul, the Personality of Godhead. After the relation is ascertained by establishment of the eternal relation, pure devotional service to the Lord begins gradually developing into perfect knowledge of the Personality of Godhead. Beyond the purview of impersonal Brahman and localized Paramatma. By such Purushottama Yoga, as it is stated in the Bhagavad Gita, one is made perfect even during the present corporal existence, and one exhibits all the good qualities of the Lord to the highest percentage. Such is the gradual development by association of pure devotees. Text. 35. Whatever work is done here in this life for the satisfaction of the mission of the Lord is called Bhakti Yoga or transcendental loving service to the Lord and what is called knowledge becomes a concomitant factor this is an important verse Yadatra Kriyate Karma Bhagavat Parishtam Paritoshanam, Jnanam Yat Tad Abhinam Hi, Bhakti Yoga Samanvitam. Whatever work is done here in this life for the satisfaction of the mission of the Lord is called Bhakti Yoga or transcendental loving service to the Lord. And what is called knowledge becomes a concomitant factor report. The general and popular notion is that by discharging fruitive work in terms of the direction of the scriptures, one becomes perfectly able to acquire transcendental knowledge for spiritual realization. Bhakti Yoga is considered by some to be another form of karma, but factually Bhakti Yoga is above both karma and jnana. Bhakti yoga is independent of jnana or karma. On the other hand, jnana and karma are dependent on bhakti yoga. This kriya yoga or karma yoga as recommended by Sri Narada to Vyas is specifically recommended because the principle is to satisfy the Lord. The Lord does not want His sons the living beings, to suffer the threefold miseries of life. He desires that all of them come to Him and live with Him. But going back to Godhead means that one must purify himself from material infections. When work is performed, therefore, to satisfy the Lord, the performer becomes gradually purified from the material affection. This purification means attainment of spiritual knowledge. Therefore, knowledge is dependent on karma 
or work done on behalf of the Lord. Therefore, knowledge is dependent on karma or work done on behalf of the Lord. Other knowledge, being devoid of bhakti-yoga or satisfaction of the Lord, cannot lead one back to the kingdom of God, which means that it cannot even offer salvation, as already explained in connection with the stanza beginning, Naishkarmyam Apyachutta Bhava Varjitam Srimad Bhagavatam 1.5.12 The conclusion is that a devotee engaged in the unalloyed service of the Lord, specifically in hearing and chanting of His transcendental glories, becomes simultaneously spiritually enlightened by the divine grace as confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita. Hare Krishna. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. That brings us to 7.45. Hare Krishna, believe it or not. Believe it or not. Okay, we'll stop here and we will ask the uh, assembled sages to please uh, shower us with their reflections and their blessings. Hare Krishna. The first is from Sushika Shirmani. Well, that's quick enough. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Thank you. My response is how could someone hear this and not want to make a beginning at this peace formula? It's so marvelous and it's so clearly laid out that we offer everything to the Lord and. Uh, you want your question answered? Yes. A prashugna, one who is killer of animals mm. and killer of his own self. You can't kill the self, but you can act in such a way as to lose your personal mm. identity. Mm -hmm. That's how a person cannot be attracted to this. A prashugna, killer of the animals, killer of himself, cannot hear this. Oh, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Therefore, it is our duty to help them become qualified by hearing and chanting in public, particularly, by distributing these books, particularly, and um, Krishna Prashadam. They're, they're becoming purified by these things, mm -hmm. by contact with those things. And in that way, they associate with the pure devotees. And then they can get a taste, but most people don't because of this. Mm. That's why it'll take a long time. Nobody should be in uh, false expectation of how long this is going to take. And we can see already, just within the last two years, what kind of obstacles the material nature can put up. Mm. Prabhupada told us that if we preach vigorously, you know, and un uncompromisingly, then we will automatically polarize the situation. 
you know, people, some people will become very much against and some will become very much in favor. And that polarization will manifest itself in so many ways. Uh, and that's the test of our preaching. The test of our preaching isn't that everyone's going to come and fall at our feet at our doorstep. It's going to come when we get noticed by the powers that be and they, and they try to stop us. Mm. And the modes of nature are trying to do that right now as we speak. Causing even devotees to become immersed in different conspiracy theories and uh, political theories of and, it, and it's not that the things aren't true the, 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 the world is a difficult place the leaders are cheaters and the, the things that are being taught to people to solve the problems are just making more problems you know but what Prabhupada was asking us to do and what these verses and Narada Muni is asking us to do this is proof these verses and purports that we've been reading are proof that Prabhupada's followed strictly in the footsteps of Narada Muni. Mm -hmm. Strictly in the footsteps of Narada Muni's instructions. Use everything that we have in the service of the Lord somehow or other. And then the attachment to it and knowledge comes automatically. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for pointing this out. Hare Krishna. Yeah, it's an ama I guess it's amazing, but not amazing. <laughs> From Shantarupa. Hari Bhav Shantarupa. <coughs> Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. From Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Haribo Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all assembled sages. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. Jai Guru Maharaj, great to hear you again. Okay, well, thank you very much. Thanks for those videos you sent. You're interviewing all the uh, the large Sankirtan party that went out today. Hare Krishna. That's it, huh? So far, so good. Everybody's stunned. Well, I don't know about that, but yeah. It's Saturday, there's Sankatan festivals going on, so many things are going on. We're, we're a little bit uh, isolated here, but not from the real thing. <laughs> Hare Krishna. From Daitari Hari. Daitari Hari, Hari Bo. Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you for tonight's reading on the point, quote, 
and by the association of pure devotees only can one get rid of all sins accumulated by mundane association. Mm. A neophyte devotee must faithfully serve the pure devotee, and he should be, be very much obedient and strictly follow the instructions. Mm. These are the signs of a devotee who is determined to achieve success even in the existing duration of life. Mm. Mm. I really feel purified and inspired by hearing these readings in your association and feel instant spiritual reciprocation when I say something you like and get the opportunity to expand on. Hare Krishna. Well, keep on expanding. That's all I have to say. Keep on expanding. You're one of the star expanders. Moya <laughs> says, I feel like I come up short of this standard described above. We all do. We all feel like we're, we come up short of this standard. And if you don't think you're coming up short of the standard, then you won't try to go forward. This is a mystic uh, result or a mystic effect, you know, of, of pure devotional service. As we advance, we think we're less advanced. As we become more qualified, we think we're less qualified. It doesn't make any sense. But this is the true nature of, of real humility. Because real humility means one is getting closer to Krishna and the closer you get to Krishna, the closer you'll see yourself in relationship to Krishna and, and you'll see just how tiny and ins insignificant we are. This is one of the effects of being with Krishna in the beginning. But eventually, because Krishna's mercy is so, is so, it's unlimited, actually. Uh, when he, he becomes attracted <coughs> to someone who has full humility, as we've, we've, we've read out uh, from the Brihat Bhagavatamrita, the explanation of what dainya is and it might have been given by Narada Muni also I think it was <clears throat> and how the qualities of dainya <clears throat> and the qualities of prema are so intimately related in terms of cause and effect that they're, they, they're considered to be the same you can't distinguish one you can't have prema without dainya you can't have dainya without prema. So in effect, you know, dainya is, you know, one of the causes of prema, but at the same time, prema is a cause of dainya. So we shouldn't be surprised if we feel ourselves less qualified as we progress in devotional service, in devotional life. And we can look toward those devotees who are obviously perfect devotees, beginning with Srimati Radharani herself, the greatest devotee, and personal ex and, and, and expansion of Krishna, actually, pleasure potency of Krishna, uh, to see just how 
the extent that humility can develop or manifest itself. So I guess you could say a test of whether the humility is false humility or real humility is that the humility causes one to take deeper shelter of Krishna and try harder to serve Krishna and do more to please Krishna or, or perfect the, thing, the, the means we're using to serve Krishna rather than uh, becoming discouraged and just going off into a corner and pouting. Thank you, Daitai Haridas. Thank you very much. So a little bit more to his comments here. Mm. My own spiritual master, Devamrita Swami, is completely sold out to outreach and compassionately taking fallen souls by the hand to the shelter of Lord Chaitanya mm. and <clears throat> inspiring others to do so. Mm. I am doing a very feeble job in this respect. I feel really incapable of doing it and feel like I'm not the type of person he would want me to be. It's always disturbed me greatly. I Sounds really familiar. Where have I heard that before? I really pray for the ability to move forward in a way that would please him. Yeah. Your blessings are powerful. Well, here's the thing that Yahidhari does. Every one of us is an individual soul. And we can't be another soul. We can't even be like another soul. Whether it be our spiritual master or our friend or Rajbasi in the spiritual world or whatever. So each one of us will, how do I say this? Each one of us will act according to our own way of being to do that same thing. So we, we have to be very careful not to you know, compare ourselves to our spiritual master and therefore become discouraged because we're not as great as him. Again, it's the same point. You know, to, to see how great the spiritual master is and how dedicated means to dedicate yourself more to his, in, in his service and intensify that dedication by that inspiration spiritual inspiration and then we don't have to compare ourselves to him or think that we can do you know we should we should be able to do what he does or whatever in the way that he does it everyone will be different but our point is to develop what we can do into uh, no not to not exactly right that we should we should do whatever we can do uh, in the same mood of enthusiasm and, and desire to, to help others. That was Prahlad Maharaj's mood. It was Srila Prabhupada's mood. He sacrificed everything, even his own you know, external relishing of, of the higher topics of devotional service, which he knew all about and he was deeply attached to. But he refrained himself, he controlled himself.
by talking about those things, hardly at all. And he talked the basics of the Gita and the basics of the of the teachings of the of Narda and Prahlad, uh, and there and 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 followed in their footsteps in, in trying to 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 do exactly what you just said, Devamrita Maharaj is expert at doing, and that is bringing more people in and engaging them in devotional service, and in that way increasing the mission. In our case, it means increasing the mission mission of our founder Acharya, Shiva Prabhupada, and all of us are, you know, members of that society doing that for him. So don't be discouraged just because you think you're the disqualified. Just keep doing what you're doing, uh, and everything will come from that sincere service. Hare Krishna. And especially this hearing and chanting that we're doing together. And Daitari does, I might add that your reflections, and I think everybody agrees, you know, uh, are very profound and very nice. Some of the best reflections in the house. Hare Krishna. From Anandamurti Devidasi. Hari Bola Anandamurti. Thank you so much, Maharaj. Straight from Osaka. And from Bhaktin Maxine. Bhaktin Maxine. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, dearest Maharaj. I have been thinking intensely on Srila Prabhupada the, last, the past few days. Mm. Today, as I was thinking, I actually saw him as Lord Chaitanya. Haribo. Haribo. Well, we can say that Srila Prabhupada is like the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. His mercy is like the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. But if we see Prabhupada as Lord Chaitanya, then we have to be very careful. You should withdraw your, uh, your vision. That's not the proper vision to see him as Lord Chaitanya. You can see him as the mercy of Lord Chaitanya personified, but to see him as Lord Chaitanya, that is da dangerous, very dangerous. Because they're not the same person. M M Prabhupada was the most devoted devotee of Lord Chaitanya. If, if he knew that you were saying or thinking or seeing that he was the same as Lord Chaitanya, he would not be pleased. But if you see him as the representative of Lord Chaitanya, the representative of his mercy, then he'll be very pleased. Hare Krishna. From Rati Manjari. Hare Bo Rati. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Today we had a great day on Harinam with many devotees participating. Also six who came out on Harinam the first time some even out on book distribution, and they were so eager to learn it, so eager to learn, it was so endearing. Mm. 
Thank you for encouraging us to focus our attention on preaching. It helps to bear the challenges of life. I also thought during tonight's reading that the contents were so exalted that I feel so far, 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 far removed from the exalted path of devotional service. I was wondering to myself, how am I going to deal with that feeling of constant embarrassment? It will last for a long time because I am so far away from home. Is this feeling an aspect of humility, or could it be? Well, it's the same answer I gave before in the very beginning. How, when we, as we advance, we feel less qualified. When you hear the prayers of Nartam Das Thakur, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Vishwanath Chakrabarti Thakur, Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami, Raghunath Das Goswami, Haridas Thakur, when you read these as devotees' thoughts in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, you'll see that they're all thinking of themselves as very unqualified and very... Uh, and you'll also see them glorifying one another. So, uh, okay, so what's the difference? We already said the difference tonight. If you're, your humility is a result of your advancing in devotional life, then you will feel more like doing that devotional service rather than less like doing that devotional service. So what I see is that your tendency or your desire, your eagerness to go out and to bring other devotees out into the public and give them a chance to taste the nectar of, of participating directly in Lord Chaitanya's movement in the most intimate way, and this, this is the most intimate way to preach, uh, then you just keep needing, you just ha must keep doing it. That's it. It's working. It's actually working. And if you continue, it will work more and more until the Lord will come to see you. So if we feel, that's fine. If we feel unqualified, that's fine. But if that feeling of disqualification prevents us from doing something for Krishna, then you know, then there's something wrong. It's in the category of false humility rather than real humility. But I can't see any sign, at least from what I can see, from my observation and uh, you know, considered opinion based on that observation, is that you have a taste for going out and chanting Hare Krishna and bringing people and a, and a taste for, for preaching and trying to help people come to Krishna consciousness. Therefore, uh, you've already reached that stage and it's a very elevated stage and you should just continue to do it. And you will get everything from that. And that's what we just heard right from Narada Muni. That's what purifies your heart and when your heart is completely purified, 
then it will be qualified to be with Krishna, to be with Lord Chaitanya. <coughs> Hare Krishna. From Shradanjali. Hare Bo, Hare Bo, Shradanjali, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai, all glories to His Divine Grace. And from Anandamurti. Hari Bol Anandamurti. Transcendental Devotional Service Ki Jai. Jai Ho. Today in the morning we are having uh, practicing kirtan with new devotees. And in the evening we are going to have Bhagavad Gita class for regular participants. Please send blessings to them so that they develop their devotional attitude. So be it, so be it. Thank you so much for your continual blessing for us. Hare Krishna. And Bhakti Maxine. Yes, Bhakti Maxine. She says, thank you. Yes, I should have been more careful choosing my words. I wish I was more articulated in expressing my thoughts correctly. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> Keep doing it. <laughs> Keep trying. Don't ever stop. Unless you make a mistake, you can't progress. If you think that perfection is to act in such a way as you don't look like you made a mistake, you'll never progress. Those who progress, they make mistakes and then they realize it, and they correct it and they move on. And this way they go deeper into uh, and, and more mature. Nati Manjari says Hari Bol, thank you. Hari Krishna. Once again, I'm overwhelmed uh, by the quality of the uh, reflections. Very humbling. Hari Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Samavira Bhakti Vrinda Ki Jai Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo See you tomorrow night Same time, same place Same topic The ever-expanding glories and nectar Of the association of the pure devotees of Krishna Hari Krishna See you tomorrow Hari Bo <laughs>